This gospel, after the first read, can be kind of hard to follow. It was all about that glorify you and me and all that. But very simply, it's just a look into Jesus's prayer life. This gospel, John chapter 17, we call the high priestly prayer because Jesus is the high priest and we get to hear how he prays. So today we'll unpack this high priestly prayer. First, we'll examine the reasons why Jesus wants us to hear and know how he prays. And then second, he prays for himself, but then he prays for his priests. And we'll talk about why. So to begin, why did Jesus want to show us his prayer life? Well, right before this in John's chapter 13 through 16, that was the Last Supper and it had just happened. So Jesus at the Last Supper, he said goodbye to his apostles. He taught them his last instructions. He gave us the Eucharist and he ordained the first priests of the Catholic Church. So Christ shows us that we need to pray when a lot of stuff changes, when there's a different job that we start, when a family member might pass, when there's a new marriage or a child, it's important to do exactly what Jesus did. Take time and unpack what just happened with God the Father. Jesus ran to the Father in order to go through what happened, but also then request that the future be taken care of in the way that the Father wants. Because if we pray for God's will to happen for us, it's ultimately going to lead to our best outcome, heaven itself. So that's the reason why Jesus showed us how he prays, so that we may follow his example. We have to bring everything that goes on in our life to God the Father to just deal with it, discuss it with him, ask for help. But now let's move on to our second point. Examine Jesus. He prays for himself, but then his priests. So first, when Jesus prays for himself, it might seem odd because he is God and he is perfect. But what he prayed for, he prayed that everything he did bring people to God the Father. For us, we're called to do the exact same thing. We should pray that the life that we live should draw people to God in some way. You see, how we interact with others, how we hold conversations, the choices we make, other people see this. So if you have peace, patience, love, or healing from your relationship with God, other people are going to see it and then start thinking, well, should I seek God too? So that's why Jesus first prayed for himself, so that everything he did publicly, people could see and then get them interested in getting them to God the Father. So the next step is Jesus prays for his priests. He says, quote, The words you gave me, I have given to them, and they accepted them. I pray for them. Christ's example is that we pray for the priests of the church. Next week, our diocese, the Diocese of Lincoln, we're going to ordain three new priests. And our parish is actually going to host the first Mass of one of them, Father Matthew Schumuller. He's a son of our parish. And the beginning of priesthood is so critical. They need to learn to have the heart of a priest giving, loving, continuing their own prayer and study, pouring themselves out to give Jesus to people at any point in their life. And that could mean during the midst of any of their tragedies, but also in the midst of their joys. But it's kind of easy to pray for new priests because it's exciting, they're young, they're on fire. 
But we are all called to pray for every priest. This isn't just a self-serving request. I mean, okay, it's kind of a little bit of a self-serving request. Please pray. Um, But it's following the example of what Jesus did. He prayed for his priests because all priests have a two-part call. First, priests need to be a conduit to connect people with him. And then second, priests need to work out their own salvation. With that first part, yes, there are examples of priests who instead of being a conduit to get to Jesus, they are an obstacle. Like any human, when a priest is wounded or desires anything other than Jesus, they cause damage on so many levels. I feel very sad when I meet someone who said, I left the church because of a priest. So my encouragement is actually to do this. Talk about the first 12 priests that ever existed. And that was the apostles. So think about what happened to them, those first 12 priests. One of those 12 priests completely betrayed Jesus. Judas, right? Completely betrayed Jesus. And then when things got tough and Jesus was carrying his cross, another 10 just ran and hid. Out of the 12, when things got tough, only one of the 12 stayed to the point where he was at the foot of the cross, and that's St. John and our station number 12. One in 12 were strong in the midst of adversity. But in short, Jesus knew, and he's, because of all this mess, though, he still called them to be his priests, didn't he? He knew this would happen. So what he's trying to convey is that Jesus knew the weaknesses of his apostles, his priests, and still chose them. He did this to let us know that your salvation, my salvation, should never be dependent upon the personality or weaknesses of priests. You don't leave Jesus because of a Judas. You don't leave the truth because one priest wasn't living the truth. So this is why Christ, the first reason why Christ prays for his priests. Their lives are meant to point us to the Savior, but just like any human, they can fall short. Again, I'm not excusing anything. I actually need to work on how hard I am on other priests and how hard I am on myself in general. We are humans with our pluses and our minuses. My pluses are going to reach some people. My minuses will turn them away. And in addition, we as priests, we need other priests too. We need other priests to guide, support, hear our confessions too. Uh, I made Monsignor Tucker, if you know him, uh, I made him my confessor. He was actually my pastor growing up in third and fourth grade in Marsh Bluff. So it's kind of fun. He heard my confessions back then and he hears them now. So I pray and try to support and serve my fellow priests. When I was coming here, I told Father Walmeyer and when Father Siva came, I told them both in prayer, I had this call, I want to serve your priesthood. So my question to you is, is the Lord calling you to help in that area as well? So overall, we heard about Christ praying his high priestly prayer. He shows us how he prays because he wants us to know two things. First, we pray for ourselves. Pray that the way that we live and our actions, they kind of glorify God so that others start asking themselves, who is this God who gives them peace, who gives them hope even in the middle of tragedy? Who gives them insight on how to live this healthy life? But then second, Christ showed us that we need to pray for our priests. And why? Because they need support too. They're human, but they need to be a conduit 
to Jesus in the midst of their own journeys of salvation. So please pray for me. Pray for our other priests that are here. Pray for the priest who baptized you. Pray for the one who celebrated your marriage or comforted you during a funeral. Because as we follow Christ, we look to his example of prayer. We pray not only for ourselves, but we also pray for those who are called to bring Jesus to this world.